When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Hale Varsity Radio, the voice of Husker Nation. Insight, opinion, expertise, with the biggest and best names talking Nebraska across the state. Join the show on Twitter at Hale Varsity and at Schmitz underscore radio. Call in at 402-466-ESPN or 1-800-825-5865. Here's Chris Schmitz. Back with you, Tower 2. It's Hale Varsity Radio. We're presented by Current. Hit some football here coming up with Evan Bland. Busy uh, day in the Metro for a number of high school prospects with Nebraska coaches and other coaches. Husker basketball set to go less than an hour from now in PBA, Northwestern in town. Standout Husker, the pride of Ord, assistant with the Pious Girls basketball team. Andy Markowski with us at Markowski underscore Andy. Andy, how we doing, man? Thanks for the time. Uh, not a problem, Smitty. Good to be on. Well, it's good to chat with you. And uh, uh, I believe the uh, the line in A Few Good Men, the hits just keep on coming as uh, let's talk injury and adjustment for Fred Hoiberg tonight against Northwestern. Let's start there. Well, certainly uh, Northwestern's you know, best uh, scores are, are both perimeter players. Uh, you know, kind of a two and, and a wing. So when you when you take out Bandamel and, and Gary, uh, you know, it just creates some some difficulty on on where you match up. Right, in time Fred was going to set his matchups, it was going to start with with Bandamel, and then Gary would kind of get the next best uh, you know mid size forward. And now you don't have those options uh, defensively. So uh, you know, a couple. Other players are, are going to have to step up and, and try to give them a boost defensively, but I think it puts more pressure on the offensive side of the ball. Um, they're just going to have to find uh, you know ways to, to score a few more points because they're just not the, the team defensively. They can't recover as well. They don't have the defensive length that they had prior to those two injuries. Agreed. Where can they go with that offense? Derek Walker, yes, but who else? Who you betting on? Well, you're you're starting to, to see more lineups with with Casey and and CJ Wilcher together. Um, you know, it, it's going to hurt you a little bit defensively, but both of those players are capable of, of making threes. Uh, you know, I think Sam is, you know, still having a, a nice year. Uh, there's, there's games that he maybe shoots it a little better, gets to the foul line a little more. I think he's going to have to be more consistent there, and then and then Walker's going to have to be, uh, you know, the player that he's been. He's been pretty consistent. Um, he's you know probably shooting the ball. Um, you know, in a high clip, uh, but he just gets to the free throw line. And, and his thing is he needs to stay out of foul trouble. You know, it's, it's asking a lot of him. Uh, losing, you know, Blaze Keita, I, I think there's times that um, they could get him off the floor and, and get, maybe get Keita in to save him some, some fouling. Uh, but, you know, with Keita being out as well, it, it's put a lot of pressure on Walker defensively. I think he's been in foul trouble in some, in some key stretches uh, that, that really hurts our offense. Andy Markowski's with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. And, Andy, one of the interesting things that Fred Hoiberg said in his, his presser ahead of the Northwestern game was that, you know what, 
Maybe Sam Hoiberg's going to be getting some some more minutes tonight to be able to, to to fill the gap. And I've always wondered, what's it like coaching your own kid? How do you separate you know the the home life from from the the basketball floor? And your guy who's in a unique position, you've got to coach your daughters over at Pius. So so tell me, what is that experience like? Uh, you know, whenever you're trying to 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 manage a team and, and make sure everyone thinks they're traded fairly, but also you have a kid on the team, and you know what, you, you probably do care for that that one player a little bit more than the other ones. Yeah, I, I, you know, in my experience, I, I was a, a coach uh, long before I was a, a parent, and I've always kind of viewed my kids as uh, no different than any other players on the team. You know, there's uh, a standard that they need to, to live up to to, to play. Um, you know, you you might you might coach them a little harder because you probably have a little bit better relationship, you know, off the court with them, right? So you kind of know uh, when and where you can you can push them. But but ultimately, um, you know, it's very rewarding to. To, to share in that experience, um, but you know, in the end, Fred wants to win, and the players that you know he he's going to play in the game tonight have to help you be able to win that basketball game. So you know, if his son is playing, I you know I, I think it's uh, you know a, a situation where a he's needed due to the depletion of the roster, but but b if he is getting minutes, you know, Fred thinks there's probably a stretch of time or or maybe he can help uh, the, you know change the outcome of the game and. You know, if he can't help him win, then, then, you know, he shouldn't be playing. And, you know, I'll leave that up to Fred to, to make that decision. And I think Sam has worked hard and, you know, I've watched him in practice. And, you know, he brings a lot of energy and toughness. And, and, and sometimes those things can help spark the team off the bench. Andy Markowski joining us here on Varsity Radio, Nebraska Northwestern. Andy, what do you need tonight and, and moving forward from Dawson and from Lawrence? What's... What's a what's a good combo? Obviously, take care of the basketball, be sound defensively. But we just talked, and you're right. Offense has got to pick it up. What's what's a good combination number for both of them offensively? Well, you know the thing you look for, and anybody that plays in a game is you, you just can't have people on the floor and get empty minutes, right? They they have to find some production. You know, not just not turning the ball over. You know, I think Dawson is doing a nice job of defending and rebounding. Yeah, they rebounded the other night. You know, but they have to find some baskets as well. You know, Dawson, I think he's athletic enough to get to the foul line. Um, you know, I, I, I think we can, you know, Dawson made a three. I, you know, I, I think they have to find a way to score five to seven points. I think the positive tonight is Northwestern does not score it real easy. I mean, they're in the mid-60s. They're shooting sub uh, 40% from the floor. Um, so and this is going to be a grinded-out game. They do get to the foul line about nine more times than Nebraska. So, you know, Nebraska's done a great job of not fouling, um, but we've been plagued uh, by getting to the free throw line and not being able to capitalize. So I, I look for, for that to be a, a huge step tonight and, and getting to the foul line and keeping Northwestern off the line. But when we get there, um, you know, we, we struggle uh, scoring 65 points. We, we've got to take advantage of the free ones. Did you take anything with you from the, the Penn State effort despite the adversity? Yeah, I thought Penn State played – you know, really well. I had, I was in San Diego. I had a chance to, to watch it on my phone, and yeah, you know, I, I thought they, they they shot it really well. I thought we did a nice job of of not panicking and and, and staying in there um, and, and competing on the road. Of, you know, Penn State is is a good team with good players. So I you know, I still feel like we have enough to to be competitive at home. Uh, Northwestern has has found a way to win a lot of close games, where maybe we found a way to to, to not win some of the close games that we've been in. Um, you know, they're coming off a big win uh, against the good Wisconsin team on Monday night. You know, they're coming off of COVID. They've got, I think, 
you know, five games in a nine-day window. So you never know what their prep looked like getting down here, which, you know, is an advantage to Nebraska having been playing off of a, off a short recovery and prep. So, you know, those things uh, and the fact that they can't score, we're, we're coming off a game that I thought we were competitive at Penn State. I, I think this is going to be a low-scoring game, and I think we'll be right there in four-minute mark with a chance to win it. So Andy Markowski says take the unders tonight. Is that your uh, your official betting advice? I do. I, I have not seen what the unders are. I'm, I'm assuming they're set relatively low, just knowing the, how the stats of each team matches up. But I, I do think this is going to be, uh, uh, you know, baskets are, are going to be hard to get tonight. It should be noted, I have notes in here from uh, Will over on the morning hookup, the morning show here on ESPN Lincoln, and he has Nebraska's unders record this year as uh, 14 times they've hit the under, only three times the overs has been hit, and it's pushed twice. So okay. unders is usually a good bet with us. Uh, there, there's that well, for... If I'm telling unders and bet overs. So uh... <laughs> Andy, let's talk about the the team you've seen from Fred this year, 10 and 10 right now. Uh, just, uh, you know, kind of in that lower tier in the Big Ten right now. But the Big Ten's, quite frankly, just a mess this year aside from Purdue. And I'm interested here, uh, as you look at this fourth year with Fred, You've seen great effort. You, pre-injury, you saw a team that you thought might be able to turn the corner. Now it's up in the air with how some of the young guys fill in uh, with some of those older guys out due to injury. But I think this has been a year of progress. There's still 11 games left. But do you feel better about the direction of Nebraska basketball, or is it still a question mark? Yeah, I, I certainly feel this season uh, has been much you know easier on the eyes. I think uh, the fan base and the community can 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 buy into this group, right? I mean, I, they've they've played hard, they've played together. Um, you know, it seems like they're high character kids, and you know, it's a testament to to Fred and his staff to, to finding some some good fits. Um, you know, my my uh, my biggest concern is you know kind of the the unique pieces you have on this roster. Uh, you know. Sam and, and Walker and, and Bandamel are all all gone, right? So it's not like you can say, hey, we're making a lot of progress. We get, you know, 90% of our core back, and, you know, next year is going to be a, another big step forward. I, I, I think you have to, to figure out how pieces, which are, are, are pretty valuable and how you performed this year and won. Um, and then you look at, you know, places like K-State that, you know, in one year went from, you know, a two or three win conference team to, to ranked in the top ten. And then you're playing a team uh, in Northwestern tonight where Chris Collins has kind of had that, I think it's his tenth year, and, you know, it's kind of been a, a steady build. They've had a couple good teams get to the tournament, and they take a couple steps back. And you know, I think Fred, you know, given enough time, can mix and match and, and, and maybe find a couple groups that can get to the NCAA tournament. Uh, but I, I, I still have questions. I, I don't know if the young kids in our program are, are good enough to be top ten, uh, our top half, uh, you know, players in the, in, in the Big Ten. Uh, so that concerns me. But but with NIL and the ability to to go out and and, and grab some some talent and, and fit them in, um, you know, Fred seemed to, to you know do that last year. But that, that's a hard, uh, you know, from a consistency standpoint, you just don't know if you could do that year in and year out. So it's a long. Long-winded answer. I, I like Fred. Um, I think Nate Linser um, adding to the staff. Nate really has revamped the defense. I've seen a lot of progress in areas that I, I think can carry over year over year. Uh, but in the end, you got to have talent to, to win in this league. And, and I don't know if I look at that roster coming back next year and, and saying that that's a top half uh, 
uh, roster for talent, and you know I think that concerns a lot of a lot of people. And if you know I was administration, I, that would be a concern of mine as well. You mentioned K State, also Iowa State. That was a battle last night. In in your view, what why has K State been able to flip it? They've got talent, yes, but they got that talent to Manhattan. I don't think K State and Nebraska are apples to apples NIL wise. So give me your your quick rundown here on on why K State has emerged just two and a half hours south in a great great league. Yeah, I, a great great question. I wish I you know knew the answer because you know to, to that point. I mean, we we have everything that that K State has, right? I mean, maybe they have a little bit more tradition, but you know, if you if you look at the the resources and you know to your point, if, if NIL truly is the difference, I, I think we have you know some more resources than they. So, you know, is it, it, a culture? Is it coaching? Is it you know luck where they just hit on the the right two kids? Um, you know, maybe you know if Walker starts the year and, and, you know, we don't have him sit out six games. I mean, you know, maybe this team catches confidence and, and, and has a little better season too. So I, I do think there's some luck involved with those quick turnarounds. But, um, but you know, I, I think you have to ask yourself as administration, if, if you're seeing this being done at, at, at other places, you know, why, why not us, right? I mean, why not the curse of Nebraska basketball? Why can't we have that done here? And, and, and then can, can Fred do that? Is that the guy that, that can help? Uh, flip that in, in, in year four. You know it hasn't been done, but but I I do see some progress and and some and some you know just cultural things that that I that I think can help Fred continually build on what they did this year. But but it's going to take a couple you know kids through the portal to to help accelerate that. You mentioned the curse of Nebraska basketball, and that's being the team that doesn't have a win in, in the NCAA tournament. Was that? on the periphery, even when you were down there going to tournaments? I mean, was that in the air, or is that something that you've uh, you've exercised that demon at some point with, all right, we've used a live chicken and Joe Boo's rum. I mean, you've <laughs> you've done your part for it to try and get rid of that Husker curse. Yeah, you know, it's just a weird, uh, you know, really weird stat. I, uh, you know, we've had teams good enough to, to, to win a game, right? We've had matchups, and we were up. You know, eleven at our on Arkansas in, in, in '98 found a way to, to let that slip away. I, I I don't think you know that's a limiting factor to, to why kids you know come here or not. Um, you know, certainly it's talked about in March more, right? With just being such a unique such a unique stat. And I always tell people, I'd love to get into the playing game, right? A 16 versus a 16 or 11 <laughs> versus 11, like that counts as an NCAA tournament win. In reality, it, it it really shouldn't, right? I mean, a 16 beats a 16 shouldn't shouldn't count as a win. So I, I would love to have Nebraska sneak into a, a playing game and get their, their first win. But you know, obviously it's not going to be this year. Um, you know, certainly uh, it's not embarrassing to to be associated with that. I mean, I'm, I'm proud of, you know, my time there and the teams that we had. You know, it's certainly, uh, you know, kind of a, a, a blemish. But, you know, you can only control the, the four years that you're there, right? You can't control the, the 100 years of of Nebraska basketball, but you know, I, I hope in my lifetime we get to celebrate a victory, Chris. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. I, that's my only expectation that, that we get a chance to, to celebrate a Nebraska tournament win at, at some point in the next uh, couple of decades. Let's talk Iowa City. Thirty seconds, forty-five seconds, Andy. Uh, it's the next uh, game for for Husker women. Uh, tough roadie on Saturday. Yeah, it doesn't get any easier, right? You played a, a pretty good Maryland team at home and then an Iowa team that, um, you know, was 
preseason top one or two. Didn't didn't play, play great early, but just went on the road and, and gave Ohio State their first loss. You know, uh, great point guard, five seniors, great post. Um, you know, we we went in there last year, and I, I thought gave them a, a good battle. But you know, th- this group is is not playing. You know, super consistent. They they went on the road and won a. A hard-fought Purdue game, and then you know came came home and didn't play well. So you know you're going to have to play your best to, to have a chance to be competitive. And you know they're on the bubble. Um, the great thing about the Big Ten is uh, you can be on the bubble, and you're going to get a lot of chances to play their their way in. They've got Illinois twice, not 25. They got Iowa twice. They're at Michigan. Got Michigan State at home, which is on the bubble. So this group still has a lot of opportunity to, to, to play themselves off the bubble, but but they could play themselves off the bubble the other way if they don't find ways to start winning. You know some of these good games. Husker standout, Prida Ord, Andy Markowski. Andy, we'll see you soon. Thanks for a few minutes today. All right, guys. Thanks for having me.